Hello, this is Joan Boney speaking. God speaks to his children. He's probably speaking to you right now. And sometimes we don't recognize it. And sometimes it's very startling and we do recognize it. How does God speak to us? Well, of course, we know he speaks to us through Scripture. But there are other ways also. You might have a dream to show you what to do, to get your attention. Sometimes he will just simply speak a word to you, a single word. When we stop and think about it, God spoke to Noah and told him to build an ark told him what he was going to do and for Noah to build an ark. God spoke to Abraham and told him to come out from his father's house into a land that he would show him. I was reading this morning a section of scripture about the shepherds in the field who were caring for their sheep. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them to tell them about an event that had just happened. And at the end of that, it is so interesting because after the angels told them and the angels then disappeared, we read in Luke 2.15 And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from the shepherds into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, let us go now, even into Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known to us. Even as far as Bethlehem, they didn't have cars, they didn't have trains. They had to go by camels, by foot. And even if it's as far as Bethlehem, let's go see this event. Because what the angels had told them was about the birth of Jesus. And he, the angels had told them where it took place. So they said, let's go see it. Let's go see it. Let's go see that which God has made known to us. We have our plans and our shopping list and all of the list of things that we're going to do today. And God sometimes will show us something. The whole point is stopping what you're doing and going and seeing that thing that God has shown you. In January 2020, Pam Paget, who works with me uh, in the ministry and does all the technical work for the books that I write, she was awakened with a word. And it was like an electric current going through her. And the word was podcast. Even before she got out of bed, she had taken her Kindle and looked up the word podcast and began looking into the subject. Let's go see this thing that God's shown us. What did Moses do when the bush burned? What did he say? He turned to look at it. Let's see what this is. When we have a scripture that burns through us, Let's look into that scripture. Yesterday I was reading a scripture. Actually, I was recording a scripture on the podcast. I was reminded of a scripture in Luke 
where Jesus warned us in the last days about surfeiting. Surfeiting is overindulgence. I just kind of stopped and thought about that. Overindulgence in something. Television, too much television or too much this or that. Beware of overindulgence. And I stopped and looked into that. The whole point is stop and look into it. If God has given you a dream, you might need to stop and look into that. How does God speak to us? If we can see it in the New Testament Bible, we have grounds to believe that God would speak to us that way today. As a new Christian, I study various things on how God speaks to us. I looked at scriptures on dreams, and I found that he does speak to us in dreams in the New Testament church. Paul had dreams. Several people had dreams showing them what to do after they were born again. So I'm sure he speak, God speaks to us through dreams. We might not know the interpretation of the dream. It could be a little tricky. But I know God turns us sometimes through dreams. In the subject of podcast, when Pam heard that word podcast, she told me, I'm not sure I'd ever thought about a podcast, and I might not have even known exactly what it was. But I came very quickly to see it's about like a verbal blog. And I was quite interested in it because I had been considering going back on radio I was on radio in the 1980s through 84, and then I was on radio in early, well, approximately 2007. So I was considering radio, and I had prayed about it. This podcast really interests me because it had some great advantages over radio. It doesn't have a time limit. And on radio, you have to time your broadcast and be sure you are in the time realm. It's freer. It frees you more to speak from the Spirit of God. Although you can certainly speak from the Spirit of God on radio, this is just gives you more opportunity. So podcasts really interest me. A couple of nights ago, I had a dream where I opened my front door of my house and kittens were everywhere, these white kittens. They were on the left side of the door, on the right side of the door. Some of them were so weak and they were newly born and weak and hungry and they were just everywhere. There must have been 50 to 100 kittens right outside my door. And then I went into the garage and there were kittens in the garage and I said to God what can I do I can't feed all these kittens I can't take care of all these kittens what am I going to do all of them were white except one of them had a little yellow on it the next morning I thought about that dream and I said God what does this mean and I realized it was you to feed all of these baby Christians to feed all these weak Christians who haven't had enough nourishment, give them food. It had to do with this podcast. 
So when you are shown something like that by God, your attention is very strongly directed to doing it. Well, God often leads me by dreams. I know I've heard, I feel like I've heard an angel one time. Now, angels don't have wings. They don't look like the pictures of the, they don't look like that at all. They just like, look like normal men. I didn't see anything in this experience, but it happened January 10th, 1980. I was asleep in the night, and a very loud trumpet-like voice blew three words into my ear. Hartford, Seattle, KWJS. I jumped out of bed. I wrote KWJS on the notepad by my bed because it was obvious to me it had to be call letters to either radio or television. I didn't want to mix up the letters. I looked it up that morning, and it was a radio station. I said to God, Are you telling me to go on radio? I wouldn't know how to do that. Immediately I heard, call the radio station manager. That morning I called the radio station manager and I said, God might be showing me to go on radio. How would you do that? And the manager said, well, make an audition tape 29 and a half minutes long and send it to us. And if you fit our broadcasting, we will offer you a contract. So that same morning, I took a cassette tape recorder and began recording and made an exhortation 29 and a half minutes long, mailed it to the radio station manager, and within five days, I was broadcasting on radio, KWJS, exhorting the church. Ways God leads us. Often there are ways we would have never thought of. I certainly had not thought of radio. Matter of fact, I said to God as I was praying, I'm a writer, not a speaker. Well, sort of like Moses, how can I talk to Pharaoh? Who am I to talk to Pharaoh? When you hear a word... You, with all your heart, pursue that word prayerfully because we sometimes don't know what these things mean. If you're in a job that you hate, that you really hate your job, God can get you free from that and put you in a place that you would enjoy that would be according to his will. Pam Paget, she didn't hate her job, at, uh, but she, well, she went to college and her main field that she was studying was to work with juvenile delinquents. She graduated from college and found she didn't like that at all. That was just impossible for her. So she became a secretary. She had high secret, uh, secretary skills. She became a secretary. She moved to Colorado Springs to help her 
grandmother in her latter years. She took a job working as a secretary at a bank for a lawyer at the bank. For about two years, that was all right. But then she grew bored in that job. And by that time, she had become a Christian. So she prayed and said, I'm bored in this job. Could you please help me find some type of work that I would enjoy doing? Someone had given the bank two computers. This was in 1985. The computers, one of the boxes had been opened and somebody had looked at the computer, but as I understand the story, neither computer had been removed from the box. The lawyer said to Pam, would you see if you could make this thing work and that we could use it? Pam asked him if she could take a course at one of the colleges on using a computer. And he said, sure. So they got the courses listings and selected a course called Basics, which they thought was to help you learn how to use a computer. But when Pam got to the course, it was how to write code for the computer, a code program named BASIC. The teacher started speaking, and instantly Pam was intrigued by the subject. She stayed through the entire class, and as she was driving home, she was so excited about this code writing. And she said to God, this is it. This is what I want to do, write code. She applied for a job at a small software firm and began writing basic code. They ran into a financial problem and had to release her. A job became open at FedEx. She took a course on how to write a resume, and she filed her resume, and FedEx called her, wanted her to come in for an interview. She went into an interview, and the questions they asked, she answered totally wrong. At the software place, somebody said, well, you better not plan on that job. Well, they hired her at FedEx as a code writer. Years later, she stayed there 20 years and even retired from FedEx in that field. But at one point when she felt comfortable enough, she asked the manager who had interviewed her, she said, why did you hire me? I answered everything wrong. He said, oh, Pam, I could tell you were a hard worker and very diligent, and this is not brain surgery. One time God said to me, one step at a time, one step at a time, it is enough. I can tell you how to find the perfect job. I can tell you exactly how to be prosperous on this earth and have good success. And it's not going to make any sense to most people, but I can tell you how to do it. 
You take one scripture that God has given you and follow that scripture as far as you possibly can. And then there'll be another scripture. And you take it and do it. You will get into exactly the right place, exactly where you, where you are supposed to be. You will have good success and it will come to pass, it will be exactly like that scripture which tells us, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. It doesn't make sense to our mind at all. And the people of the world would think you're crazy if you do this. I've done it for 40 years, and I have never seen it fail. I've been exactly where God wanted me at the exact time, doing the exact thing, and all of a sudden, there was just seemed like all these things were around me that I never even planned on getting. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. How? By following him. By following God. And his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So you focus on the kingdom of God and his righteousness. What is right in the sight of God? You focus on whatever has been called to your attention most recently. What has been called to your attention? Stop and ask yourself that. What scripture has burned through me? What scripture? What dream has been given me? Those things tell you the way to go. At this moment in time in my life, sometimes I'll be tired and I'll remember that dream about those starving kittens. I'll get up and make another recording. That's what I'm supposed to do. Focus on what God has shown you. Take it as far as you can take it. Do it. Do it. When I read the Bible, I'm always looking for a scripture to do. I'm always excited over scriptures that I can do. But you have to do this individually. You take that scripture. The first thing God showed me when I was born again was get out of debt. There is a scripture in Romans where it says, Oh, no man anything. I'm not saying that that scripture's for you. I think it's best if we're out of debt, all of us. But that's where he started with me. Why? He was going to have me be a minister. He didn't want me begging you for money. He wanted me to be debt-free, to live basically below my means so I could accumulate a little bit of money so that I wouldn't feel pressure of money. Because when you're a minister, you have to stay free to be able to serve God. You can't be focusing on, will this message please other people? That's a deadly trap. I never do that. Mine is strictly done by the Holy Spirit, and that is by that which God brings into my mind. That's what I speak to you. I don't even know what scriptures we're going to use. 
What I do after I speak to you is I will sit down and write out all the scriptures that have been called to my mind. I'll put them in writing and publish them on our blog so you can go to our blog and see every scripture that has been on this podcast. Our blog's name is Jesus Ministries Exhortations. Be sure to put that word exhortation on it when you type it into the uh, search um, window of the internet. Jesus Ministries Exhortations. It will pull up our blog and you can see every scripture on today's podcast. We have a highlight on the right-hand side of the page, the home page, and it says podcast recordings and scriptures. You can hear this recording again, and you can see every scripture that I've spoken. This is so important. Focus on the scriptures. That's going to get you where you need to go. Focus on every one of those scriptures. Focus on that which God is drawing out of me today for you. It's like you're driving down a highway and you're about to turn off to the right, but you see a signpost that says, stay on the highway. These scriptures keep us on the highway of God. There'll be a scripture on the right. There'll be a scripture on the left. We stay right in the middle doing that scripture. Let's look at Matthew chapter 7 for a moment. One of our church members has an adult age son. He was coming to visit her. She showed him a portion of the Bible. He said, oh, but mother, this is so legalistic. It grieved me so deeply when she told me this. I turned to God and I said, oh, this really troubles me. The Holy Spirit reminded me of the following scripture and showed me something. Matthew chapter 7, verse 13. Jesus says, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Few. I don't see many Christians who can follow God. Few find the way of life. Following God is doing that word of God that God has given you. He may give it to you, as you read the Bible, he might show you a word for you to follow. He might give it to you in a dream. An angel of the Lord could speak to you as I gave you the radio station example. Anything you can see in the New Testament Bible is possible to happen today for us. And all of those things we are shown in the New Testament examples of people receiving dreams to show them what to do. Matthew chapter 2 is just filled with the subject of dreams. 
The angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in the night in a dream, saying, Take the baby Jesus and flee into Egypt, for Herod will be out to kill him. So he did that because of that dream. And then he was in Egypt, and an angel of the Lord appeared to him later and said, The people that were trying to kill you are now dead. Come back. So he moved back to Israel. There are many examples of people, God speaking through dreams. So if you've had a dream, well, pray for interpretation. Ask God to show you what it means. If a scripture jumps out at you, follow that scripture as far as it will take you. And before you get to the end of the road, I wouldn't be surprised by what the Holy Spirit reminds you of another scripture. Focus on that scripture. Follow it as far as you can. Follow the road of that scripture. And then you get to the end of that road and there's another scripture. And by the time God finishes, you're where you're supposed to be, doing what you're supposed to be, and you're doing it in righteousness, prosperity, and good success. And that is how God leads us. Through dreams, through scriptures, through angels, God leads us that way. So pay attention to what he has said to you. With that, I will conclude today's message. But there's a great deal in this message for you to to consider. I do urge you to go to our blog, Jesus Ministries Exhortation, pull up this podcast, and look at all of these scriptures for yourself. Keep them before you day and night. This is the way to righteousness, prosperity, good success, and to following God on this present earth and freeing yourself from traps. This is Joan Boney. I thank you for allowing me to speak to you today.